0: you're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey or wherever you get your podcasts from this is the grit and barrett podcast a podcast devoted to the 11-time carter cup champion the hershey bears we talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. Special bonus episode. That's right, everyone. It's like reaching into your Hershey's gift bag and seeing not just one Hershey's chocolate bar this week, but a nice little fun-size bar. What bar? To quote our friends of the podcast OSW. Uh let's go with uh Reese's? No, 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 no. This is one they've been planning for a while. Uh it's an experimental new bar. Uh let's go with what bar? We are a cookies and cream bar. Mmm. <laughs> I took that a little too far. But anyway, let's just go with it. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Special episode this week. This week, a bonus episode for all of you because sometimes there is an event in the Bears verse that just happens that we need to come on <clears throat> and just talk about. And so the boys had a rarity of rarity where oh wait sorry that was a nerd moment sorry um (laughs) had a rarity of a game not only did we play on a tuesday which i know we did all the way back in february because (laughs) covid rescheduling we played a school day game everyone we traveled up hold on little sip of perrier here hold on nectar of the gods my friends we traveled up to Bridgeport, Connecticut, for a school day game. Now, a school day game is, of course, a game for the kids. If you are a fan of the baseball, you know what a school day game is. First pitch at 11 or 12, or if you're Reading, Pennsylvania, 9.30 in the morning. But it's a game where they, you know, they 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 throw this invite out to a bunch of school districts in the area, group rates, bring the kids... And uh, we'll fill the arena with hundreds upon hundreds of screaming, shrieking school children. Yeah, I want to go to this. But, but, as much as I was, I w- my cynicism and stuff aside, it is a tradition that is done in Bridgeport twice a year. Once in November, once in April. The Reading Royals, hello Ryan, do this as well. They have a school day game on Martin Luther King Day. And typically, you know, NHL teams do this too. During Black Friday, holiday week, that's the week in between Christmas and New Year's. It gets done because, you know, families are off that week. You know, schools are closed. Uh, It's just something we as the Bears do not do. The Phantoms don't do this. The Wilkes-Barre Scrant Penguins don't do this. Not that, not that they could. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? I said that out loud. Sorry. Anyway, but I think out of all three of the Pennsylvania teams, um, I think the Bears would have the best shot at doing something like this because we have a lot of schools here in the mid-state region, a ton of them public, private, home, and I think it would be a great thing to do to try Now, I know, I know, I can already hear the lamenting, I wouldn't want to go. Bunch of kids, 10 a.m. Why would I want to go to Giant Center at 9 Uh, a.m.? This is not what I I spend my hard-earned money on. Sorry. Sorry about that. But, you know, I could already hear it. I could hear the rhetoric if the Bears were to do this. I have a slightly more optimistic approach to this. I think it could work marketed right, wink wink, it could work. Now, it could also spectacularly backfire because we know the concession stands have a hard time getting staffed as they are. And who's going to want to show up to work at Giant Center at 8 a.m.? Well, they do it for the RV show and the auto show, but you know what I mean. Anyway, enough of my rambling about that. Let's get to it. 10.30 a.m., Bridgeport, Connecticut, win 2.99. We take on a resurgent Bridgeport Islanders who are pl- who are playing rather well as of recently but then again we've done well against Bridgeport this season as Zach said on the po- on the broadcast not the podcast I don't know that he has his podcast he has his own podcast he should um the bears are 5-0 and 2 against the Sound Tigers this season 5-0 ...against the Sound... ...another one in the jar... ...the Islanders this season... ...so... ...even as well as this team has been doing... ...as of recent, recently... ...the Bears... ...have held them at bay... ...and with the... ...with the downfall... ...that we've been having... ...this is a game you need to win... ...Bridgeport's climbing up in the standings... ...they're already at 6... ...we're at 4th because... Hartford keeps falling on itself... Who lost the other day to uh, to Providence in a makeup game in overtime? Now, that does and doesn't help. But Hartford loses again. As I said before, you know who hates Hartford. So, early on in the first, the boys do get a good pep in their step. I'm doing my morning walk. I'm listening to them. You know, as I'm walking around, going around the neighborhood. Zach's playing in my in my coat pocket because I don't have wireless headphones. Sad for me. So, we hear around on a rush. Cody Clark throws in front. Deflected. Scores! Rimshaw! Rimshaw! Former Reading Royal gets it in! Gets it in! Early! Two minutes into the game. Drake Rimshaw gets his first of the season. Nice job, lad. Good on ya. And it's one nothing Hershey early, which is a nice way to tell over 3,000 screaming kids to sit down and shut up. That's right. Life is difficult. Your teachers have been lying to you. That's it. Sorry. That went in a a weird direction. Sorry. (laughs) So, boys up 1-0. Alright. Let's sort of do what we did with Charlotte, but let's just continue that throughout the whole game. Let's just keep this going. We're gonna take it to this team, and Bridgeport starts to establish their game. Which for any of you who follow Islanders hockey, I mean New York Islanders hockey, it is a slog. Clog the neutral zone. Don't get rushes going. Low forecheck, which means you get two guys in down low and just really clog things up. You make life difficult and you benefit off of rushes. I make this sound exciting. It's not. It's difficult to watch. Especially if you're a uh, slightly newer Fan of the game who likes fast, speed, and skill. If you're a fan of uh, neutral zone trap stuff, hello, Devils fans. Uh, you might like this. I do not. But we get out of the first, and it's one nothing Hershey. Fine, fine, fine. Into the second we go. And uh, penalty from uh, Bridgeport as... Uh, Lucas takes a sick way up high. Oh uh, okay, he's holding his face. He's down on the ice. It's it's the cell job we all know. This is what happens. Oh, he's bleeding. Oh, trail of blood. Oh. Oh, that's that's bad. It's it's alright. It's okay. It's okay. Put a little Robitussin on it. He's fine. He's fine to quote Chris Rock. Put some Robitussin. He's down the tunnel. Okay. Time to get the stitches and glue. We need stitches and glue. Come on. All right, poor kid. Four-minute power play for the Bears. Here we freaking go. This is where you score. This is where you go up and you take advantage of a bad team. And what's Andrade Andreoff skating down the ice by himself? Comes in backhands. Denied by Phoenix Copley. But they get a rebound in front. Kubiak, denied. What's going on, lads? Four-minute power play. What are we doing? Come on. Let's pick it up, people. Let's pick it up. Let's giddy up, up, up. Come on. But four-minute power play, nothing comes of it. We're leading in the shot department again, but still nothing is coming of this. I've seen this movie. We all know it's going to happen. And after the power play is up, about a minute later, down comes the ice. Bridgeport on a three on three on two from the slot to the circles. Obanome McLean scores. Liquid hockey. Liquid hockey from Bridgeport, it must be nice to have that once again. I miss liquid hockey on the Bears, but man. Okay, for all of you that are listening, new listening to this podcast, it's a term borrowed, um, uh, turned around that Ross Twiddle and Cultaholic uses called liquid wrestling when you have two wrestlers who really know and just move in a fluid style. I say liquid hockey when you have bang, bang, boom, crisp passing, connection, and just taps it into the net Done on power play and or rushes. Liquid hockey by Bridgeport. Who knew? 1-1. All right. All right. Fine. All right. Fine. Let's just get out of the period. Tied at the game. Later on in the period, Bridgeport pressing. You can feel they got momentum from the power power play. They throw the puck down low. Jeffrey Kubiak gives a nice give. goal. Throws it back to him. Kubiak scores! Jeffrey Larry Kubiak gets it into the net. Goal now? Yes, Kubiak. Goal now. Eat now. Yes. For all of you who know that reference, I love you. 2-1 Bridgeport. And here we go again. Here we go. Hershey blowing an early lead. It's going to be Charlotte all over again. Kids are squeaking and yelling. Just going absolutely nutso. And I'm like, okay, it's noon. I need to go get a shower. I'm going. I'm going into work. I gotta go shower. Got gotta go. It's all right. I leave the game on. Can't really listen to it that that much. So I go shower. Come back. About ten minutes later. All right. What's the score? Holy crap! Oh my gosh! Rewind it. Look at the highlights. Three on two rush led by the fourth line. Is that Eddie? He shoots. He scores. Eddie. Eddie. Finally, Eddie Whitko gets his first of the season. Holy crap, uh, Eddie! Eddie, I missed you. Where have you been, buddy boy? Where you been? Big Eddie Whitko gets his first goal of the season, and this something that Zach said on the Charlotte broadcast. He hasn't gotten anything this season. Some guys have had some good years, some guys have had nothing, and that's been Eddie. But then again, he's been playing a lot of forward, and he's usually a defenseman, so it could just be him being in a new position. Giggity. Later on in the third, the boys are sort of building off this. They're pushing back. I like this. Corey Schneider in net. Yes, that Corey Schneider. You might remember him from such teams as the New Jersey Devils, the Bridgeport... Not the Bridgeport, the New York Islanders. And, of course, the Manitoba Moose. Yes, he was on that team the Bears beat for number 10 Calder Cup. But the boys are pressing on. Brett Leeson works the puck into the slot, gets it into the circle, shoots, he scores! Big, beefy boy! Brett Leeson gives the Bears the lead! Yes! Big, meaty men! Big, beefy boy! Brett Leeson! All oh, the Capitals are looking at that going, hmm hmm Yes. Very good. Very good. And then you have Danhausen. Property trademark AEW going. Yes, very nice. Very evil. Copyright Danhausen on all that. Just up watching. Why is Danhausen watching hockey? Because he can. That's why. Brett Leeson putting one home. 3-2. The Bears are in the lead. Alright. Now we can put this baby to bed. Let's finish this. Late power play for the for the boys on a hooking call on Bridgeport, but just can't get it home and it's less than five minutes to go in the game this is again playoff atmosphere i've seen this movie before we all have bridgeport really pressing but the boys are are holding firm As best as they can. Chris Terry in the corner. Throws a puck at just Copley underneath the goal line. And it bounces around. Where is it? Who's got it? He's got it. He's got it. Lights on. Point. No. 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 It's in. It's in. It. He scores. Oh, my God. No. No. Is it in? Is it in? Refs go to look at it. It doesn't even take 30 seconds. Come out. Point. He scores. Chris... Freaking Terry scores. Because of course he does. Is it wrong I want to see him in chocolate and white? I honestly do. I honestly do. Make it happen, Helmer. His 25th of the season. Ben uh, Simon Holstrom and Austin Zarnak on the assist as well. And we're going to overtime for the Bears. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The last few overtimes have gone so well. Um, Just so everyone knows, we have not had an overtime win um, since it was against the Phantoms at the end of January. I'm just saying. Drink. Shots are 39-28 Hershey, but that's just how we are. Quality, quantity over quality is our shots. Name of the game. So, into overtime we go. Who do we have out first? Who are we throwing out first? That's, uh... Pilon, Gione, and Bobby? Ooh, I like this out of Scott Allen. This is a lineup that says, we're winning. You're not going to win this game, Bridgeport. This is a hell of a lot better than the Protoss, Leeson, and Geiser line they were throwing out. But, hey, hey, I got nothing against Geiser being out there. As long as you was two still guys, skill guys with him. But back to the action in overtime. Bears win it. When it getting back to Bobby, try to push it up to Pilon, and Pilon gets into the zone, winds, fires, nope, nope, Corey Schneider s- saves it, and the boys are doing a really good job in overtime, puck possession, slow, methodical, and painful to watch, but you know what, you, but you know what, if you're going to cause the, the Jenga tower to collapse, and the good kind, you just got to and pull out the right block. You got to know where to go. And the Bears, they get possession. They get the personnel out that, that they want. And I'm watching this. I'm like, all right, let's move in there, lads. They get off. Cody Clark comes on. Big Beck comes on, Lucas comes on. I like this lineup. Beck works the puck to the boards, gets it back out to Cody who has a lot of room to work. Gets it back over to Beck, Lucas looks, fakes a shot, gets it down to Beck. Boy, the Islanders are tired. They're just skating around. Throws it out to Cody. Cody gets it, skates past Wotherspoon, comes in, backhand, Schneider saved it, but did he? No, it's in! It's in! It's in! They did it! They did it! It's in! Cody did it! They score! It's over! Win 3,000! The Bears have won on the road! The curse is broken! We're all young again! It's over! Bears win it! They got it! Oh my goodness! Cody knew it went in. The ref knew it went in. Nobody else knew it went in. It's almost a Patrick Kane goal, and it's over. Bears win in overtime, and there's a brouhaha. Phoenix Copley coming over to celebrate, and Corey Schneider's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, hey, come on, come on, bro. What are you trying to do celebrate? And Phoenix's like, hey, we won, man. We won, bro, get out of my way. Hey, hey, get out of my way. And there's, and there's a line brawl, because why? Ha, <laughs> ha, Islanders. That's why. But, folks, say it with me. Win 3,000. And in the words of John Walton, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Islanders. Bears win it. 4-3 to the final. And finally, it's over. We're going to take a real short break. And I'll be back with some more thoughts on it right after this. All right, Bears fans. Before we continue talking about hockey, we are going to talk about UFC. Two titles are on the line in a stacked UFC 273 card. It's fight night there, baby. Join in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet just $5 on any fighter to get $100 in free bets, win or lose, guaranteed. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the excitement. Everyone can play for their share of millions in prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy MMA contests. Draft your lineup of fighters while staying under the salary cap and rack up points for strikes, takedowns, and more. Maybe blood. Who knows? DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN and throw down $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN this Saturday At DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 or older, restrictions apply. See show notes in the description for details. See show notes for details. Now, let's get on with it. Alright, so, the Bears finally get win 3,000. And, man, this is so much relief. To finally see this happen. You know, I, I, I kind of felt like that, um, you know, the $100,000 Pyramid. And no, 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 not the modern one. Not the modern one, no. Um, the ones that the that Dick Clark used to host back in the 80s. You know, the good stuff. And um, he would do the $100,000 Tournament. Now, for those who don't know that this happened. A little sip here. Let's keep this going. The The Pyramid $100,000 Tournament would be a collection of the f- people who got to the pyramid the fastest throughout the season. I think they would get like between three to six people to do it. And when they did, they would bring these people back to, to LA uh, or television city in Hollywood, they called it. And they would play pyramid. But whoever would get to the winner's circle would go for $100,000 instead of the 10 or 25,000. And it would be sudden death rules. It would be, all right, Whoever gets there first gets the 100000 and they kept filming. They kept doing this until somebody won it. It might happen quickly. It might not. If you had Billy Crystal, you had a really good shot of, of winning the pyramid. And when people would win the $100,000, the amount of joy and relief on their face was incredible. And I kind of felt like that just, just watching this. Um, just like, will the Bears win in overtime? Will we finally get this? Is this finally going to happen? Will it happen? And just Cody Clark getting it. And perhaps one of the most, um, um, like, just, wow. I can't believe it went in type goals. Because of Bridgeport's angles, it made it hard to see if it really did. But, um, and just a great job out of the guys. Fourth line guys getting it done. Corey, Eddie, uh, Leeson stepping up. This is kind of the Bear squad that we've been hoping to see. And who knows? Maybe the, this these past three weeks on the road has hardened this team and maybe realized that, that, hey, this is the squad we're running with. This is how we're going to develop and make a good team out of what we've got. No more bringing guys in. No more wishing for Connor McMichael. No more looking elsewhere for help. You know, as, as Tyrion Lannister once said in Game of Thrones, then make do. I know that's hard to say this time of year, especially from me, of all people, especially with as hard as I've been on this team the past few weeks, but it's because I want to see the boys succeed. I really do. And get this stupid win number 3000 out of the way. It was great for the socials, we saw. It was great. As soon as I was scored, Barrett social media, graphics. Uh, here's who we rank with the other NHL teams and tagged all them. Les inhabitants de Montreal. I think Boston was on there too. I'm not going to go down who all has as many of these because I have no clue. I, I have no clue because I'm a hack. So, really good on them to get this off their back as well. So, We cannot dwell on this, though. It's Thursday. It was a sugar high that Tuesday. It really was, even though I'm recording this on a Wednesday. It's a sugar high. But as the Bears have said in the past, it's on to the next game. And to quote Uncle Helmer from the God Mode 2009-2010 team, when their, I think it was, 27 home winning streak was snapped, he said this, and I read this in the Patriot News, Yes, that's a newspaper. They did exist. He said, quote, they do not raise banners for winning 27 in a row at home, end quote. And I feel like that's what we're going to deal with on Saturday. Saturday, there's going to be a lot of hoopla. There's going to be a lot of hullabaloo for this win number 3000. But now's not the time to dwell on it. It'll be nice. We don't raise banners for win number 3,000. We're not going to put win 3,000 in the banners and stitch the time and date into it. No. We're going to have a graphic. We're going to have a nice moment. And then, back to work. Because this weekend, it is a three-on-three, and the boys finally come back home. Friday night, we go to the Electrodrome there at the PPL Center. We got a road win. Now it's time to get another one. And it's time to take care of those no-good, dirty Phantoms who want to try and crawl back into this, which is really cute. We got five more games against them, or four, and it's time that we put them away because they're going to have a lot of games over the next two weeks and really wear themselves out. That's a shame. But then, when the boys come back home, the Springfield Thunderbolts come back for the final time for a two-game set over the weekend, to take on the Bears. Springfield, top of the division for a reason. James Neal's still there. A really loaded team. Nathan Walker is not, but this is a very loaded and dangerous team. So we will see how these two teams will go after each other. Heard Michael was at practice last week. Maybe we get him back for the home stretch. Maybe we do. But we shall see. And, of course, the week after that is, of course, the holiday week. It is Easter week. Typically, the boys try to avoid that weekend, but with the way the scheduling has been, there will be a game on Good Friday. And then on Resurrection Sunday, whatever you believe, but Resurrection Sunday, there is a game at 5 o'clock. I myself will not be there. Um, but, you know, we will still drop an episode that Monday, but, um, I most likely will not be at the game. I have commitments. We have family commitments to be that, and I think that's going to happen for a lot of fans as well. So, um, I, I wish this game would have just been on Saturday. Just play the game on Saturday. Wait, I have a lot of stuff, but the game should just originally been scheduled on Saturday and leave Easter Sunday as it is. But that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. So, to everyone, thank you for all your times, listens, and downloads for this bonus episode throughout the week, about a good half hour. We talked. And also, check out thehockeyhack.com, my website slash blog, where I talk about the Bears, where I give you recaps, typically the morning after. Um, I'm going to try and get a a weekly blog post up called Thoughts from 217, because that's where I sit. Just a, a thought, rando thoughts and opinions of the Bears throughout the week. Couldn't do it this week with the Bridgeport game, but let's see where we go moving forward. But anyway... My name's Richard Blosser. See you at the games this weekend. And above all else, go Bears. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network